top shelf fantasy. Craig, you got spurted in the eye this time. <laughs> I'm wet. <laughs> I backed away. I cracked that. Uh, learned I cracked from, that pretty hard. Learned from last time. That sounded good though. Fantastic crack again. Yeah, back to very, back. Very good crack. Back to back crack world champions. Uh, we just finished the AFC. So if you have uh, listening to this, I suggest you listen to the division previews that we did previously. We did all the AFC. After this will be the NFC. Top Shelf Fantasy, TopShelfFantasy.com, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Top Shelf FNTSY. We hit on the uh, big news items in the previous podcast. And what we got is a mock draft. Here we got 12 eight, team. Eight live people here, which is eight not here, drafters. but you know, actually doing the mock draft is great for a 1030 at night on a weekday. Yep. And it will actually give you better insight sometimes. I mean, that's, that's what we try and do with these mock drafts, right, is we try and grab as many people as we can. Fill up the spots so it's not sleepers ADP this early in the season. Sometimes can be a little bit skewed. Well, inevitably we'll have to remove K makers at some point. <laughs> no, we're we're just going to let it happen because if we remove them at one spot, he's going to get picked the next spot. So it's just going right. to be computer guy is going to get them or a guy <laughs> that doesn't know he's hurt yet. Yeah, right. which is sometimes uh, more indicative of your lesser involved players in your league. Right. Uh, so mm-hmm. what are we doing here? Quarterback, two running backs, three wide receivers, a tight end, and two flexes. Standard yep. flexes. Yep. And yep. how many bench spots are we drafting in this one? We're just doing five. If you did just more five. than that, it would be too long. Right. Yep. Okay. Cool. Okay. Alrighty. Whenever you are ready, Scotty, you can uh, you can start it. So Christian McCaffrey went first. Craig, you have picked two. Lucky son of a You're man. picking now. Uh, Dows, you have picked six. Scotty, you have picked five. I have picked ten. Sorry, Craig. Should have said that before. No, that's fine. Um, Shouldn't be a big debate on. This I don't know why Christian McCaffrey went one on one. It doesn't make any sense. It's to me. freaking nasty, bro. Um, thousand, thousand, two thousand, two thousand yards. Says the guy in the Carolina Panthers gear too. Hell yeah. <laughs> I think I'll have to go with Dalvin Cook uh, over Derrick Henry was was my choice in this situation. I feel like a little bit receiving yards. Hot take. We you also weren't on the running back ranking podcast, which we really wanted you to explain. Oh yeah, Derrick Henry. Thing. I told I told. Well, tell us why you didn't take Derrick Henry and you took Dalvin Cook. <laughs> well, I told Scott earlier why I had Dalvin Kamara number two. That's just wrong. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean it was early. It was knee jerk reactions. I'm going to just keep blaming on the fact that I, you know. <laughs> He doesn't catch balls. <laughs> so, there's there's really nothing to it. I, I do have Derek Henry and Dalvin Cook in the same tier, uh, realistically. I think if Dalvin Cook puts together a full season like we saw, very similar last year. Um, I think he played maybe 15 games. I can't remember. I don't think he got hurt that bad. Um, he's he's a phenomenal player. He's, he's a top three guy every week. You know, what, what, what do you want? Um, Derek Henry's got a new new offensive coordinator. Yeah. So. Uh, so Kamara just went, and then Derrick Henry. I'm up at five, and looking at Saquon Barkley right now. We just talked about like when when do you take him? I was just saying I was gonna. I want to so take him to right now. Um, I want to take him because he's Saquon Barkley. But as a safer pick, if I was legit drafting, I would take Ezekiel Elliott here instead. Um, this is why I hate drafting around Scotty. It happens every time we do a goddamn draft together. He takes my guys. <laughs> Sorry. I mean, I was I was thinking the same exact thing that you said. I don't want Saquon Barkley in if I'm trying to simulate what I'm going to do at an actual draft. If our actual Red Dog redraft league was today, I'm not taking Saquon Barkley. I'm not sure he's going to play the first week. I don't know if he's going to miss four weeks. I'd rather go with a safer bet. Ezekiel Elliott would have been that guy. I'm just as happy to take JT, Jonathan Taylor, in this spot as I would have been to take him. So I'll live there. 
You weren't going to get him, Tom. I don't Damn think. it. <laughs> well, I mean, I, there was some you're hope. In, you're in ten. You're pick ten. So it was like two weeks He's ago. He's the next guy up on the board. It's funny. It's like two two <laughs> weeks ago, you know nothing. Zeke and Taylor were going like seven, eight, nine, ten, something like that. And then all of a sudden, as soon as Saquon's hurt, like say for bet, the reality set in that Zeke and Taylor are great running backs and they need to be taken and in the top they're six. legit bell cast of their team. And then after that, Nick Chubb goes. Mango and then, to and Mango then, of all people. And then Saquon goes goes at, at um pick. What is it? Eight, eight which eight. is what we kind of said. Like, if he's around that eight to nine range, it's yep. you, it's hard not to take him. Yeah, if, if he got to nine, I think that's what I said on the, on the last uh, AFC North pod. I would have taken him. I think that's a, a a very good spot to take him with the value and the the risk mitigation at that point. Mm-hmm. And then Tully takes the first wide receiver. Yeah, yeah, and then DeAndre Hopkins goes. So this is this is what kind of what I hate about drafting in this spot is like. I feel like the talent kind of starts to fall off in the sense that it's like you don't get those big name guys and the big name wide receivers. Like, there's so many question marks around Devontae Adams, but there's just as many question marks around Aaron Jones. I'm going to take Aaron Jones here. I just think the running back pick is the better pick. And there goes the uh, literally all the wide receivers. And I was thinking about taking Travis Kelsey at, at pick 10, too. <laughs> Hill, Adams, Diggs, yeah. and then Kelsey. I and mean, they all go. So, I mean, now I'm just sitting here and I'm just going, well, everything in my gut says let's take running backs and I'll just take Austin Eckler. Like, yeah, I think that's a very safe pick. Yeah. And I do think if Team 11 and 12 were human people, one of these guys goes running back at, at that point. Yeah. Uh, just well, based team- on what we've done. There, I mean, this computer thing is just drafting best available team 12 took two wide receivers you, you hardly see that hardly i mean you you, you may get that this year it, especially though. back end though because back, though. their first running back is going to be not dog shit like, but it's going to be you know a chris carson kind of guy yeah i saw i saw statistics in um uh some fantasy pros or uh some other article that round three through six running backs statistically have underperformed wide receivers taken those rounds six years in a row. And then Jeff, the RB, Jeff a human RB goes dead wide zone. receiver, wide receiver. RB dead zone. The right. RB dead zone. Yeah, and then and then Jeff actually went uh, wide receiver, wide receiver. So then he ended up taking DK Metcalf, then Calvin Ridley, Joe Mixon, and then Dows is up. And Tom, you did take Austin Eckler. I don't know if you hit that one at your second pick. He did. Okay. Yeah, I did. Oh, okay. I, did. Sorry. I was yeah. probably looking at my own team, just blacking out. So good. Um, so yeah, I've, I've got options here. I mean, a couple few or a couple running backs I'd probably take a look at, but I took JT in the first round. Oh man, this is this is where it gets tough, especially when you're drafting at pick six. Like I'm in the middle. I don't know what's going to happen on either side of my picks. So, like things can swing pretty drastically. So I'm going to take a guy that I personally like a lot this year, and I didn't take him in Damn fantasy, me. so I'm going to take him now. Najee. I'll take Najee Harris. I got. I mean, and again, this is, comes down to the composition of my entirety of my uh, my fantasy football life. So I have Etienne in Dynasty. If I was doing a real redraft league, I'd take Harris just so then I can have have him in one league. If one hits, I, agree I win that. one league and lose the other. Well, I mean, I think Etienne's got the better long term, but and yeah. Najee's the better short. This sucks because I think up. Harris would have fallen me if Acres was on hurt. <laughs> oh um, yeah. Oh, so I wouldn't take an Acres. <laughs> this spot's probably fine, and then it kind of not not drops, but you know, get Antonio Gibson, Ch. Swift Dobbins, who I haven't all around like the same area, but me being a CH fan, I'm taking CH here. I was hoping I get him in the third round, but the way the RBs have have gone, yeah. it's been very very fast. And I was looking at Antonio Gibson, who Carbs oh, just that took. Son of a B. Yep, that's uh, who I was going to go with. That's too. really who I that's, Gibson. Yeah, that was my main um, decision between him and Harris. Because I mean, Gibson was what RB seventeen last year, and he didn't start right away. All right, so I'm 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 sitting in a position that 
I don't really want to be in because I'm around that turn. I'm at 102. So Chris McCaffrey is obviously going to go with number one. I don't know if that team's going to take two running backs in a row. I want one of the running backs coming back to me. So I'm going to go after a wide receiver in this situation. Guy that I've loved for a really long time. Julio just came opposite side of him, but I'm not really that nervous. I think A.J. Brown is going to be someone that's going to be great. Oh, this is perfect. Uh, the guy after me ended up going Justin Jefferson and Michael Thomas. Love Jefferson Jefferson. Don't get me wrong. Love Michael Thomas. But I want one of these running backs coming back. Um, so, I mean, it's pretty obvious to me. I've been in love with this guy for a while, too. I think he's going to big, big step up, and that's J.K. Dobbins. Um, Ingram out. You know, Dobbins leading the league in yards per carry. Hopefully be able to get around 200 carries this year. That's why I have two running backs. Dalvin Cook, J.K. Dobbins. I like it. Pat Mahomes went. That's early. Yeah. Oh, we also didn't mention. So, yeah. So, after after Scotty picked CEH, Antonio Gibson, George Kittle went. Yeah. A.J. Brown. And then Justin Jefferson, Michael Thomas, uh, Dobbins, and Pat Mahomes. But I think I kind of feel like this is kind of where Pat Mahomes is going to go. Yeah. yeah. I, it won't shock me. I, I think it's yeah. early. three uh, In the early third round. But somebody's going right. to do it. Like, right. I'll never own him in a Saren league, which is yeah. unfortunate. But I'm not going to reach in the th- right. beginning of the third round to get uh, QB, e- even though he's even a top, hands down yeah. the one. Top one, two quarterback, I'm still looking at the earliest, the late fourth. And if they're, they're not there, I'll wait. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Julio Jones went after that before a couple guys that, I might have taken before him. That's a while. Um, that B- is Before quite... Keenan Allen, Terry McLaurin, and all the Dallas and Bucks receivers into when uh, Julio Jones went. I'm up. That's very early. Um, I, I have two RBs, you know, common person would take a wide receiver here but with the talent left on the board i'm going to take deandre swift uh locking down you know three top top tier top not our top tier but you know safe rbs there and then uh probably hammer out the wide receivers after that yeah that's what i'm doing i'm looking uh i'm looking at wide receivers at this point i, I mean if swift had come to me i'd probably be at least considering taking him there's a few other guys i'd probably like to have at running back but i want to lock up a wide receiver at this point and i want a guy who's in a good situation in a good offense and has been consistent. I was actually looking to find um, an article about him real quick, but Keenan Allen has been a picture of consistency for the last several years in fantasy football. He had an injury bug early on in his career. He's somehow kicked that. Great to see. He's with Justin Herbert in LA. They're throwing him the ball. He's on the field nonstop. That's what I want. He's a half PBR too. He's going to be peppered with targets and Mango's up now. He's probably going to take Montgomery just to replicate his dynasty team. Literally. Yeah, I mean, so, this is... he. Lo- he, he He's going to take David Montgomery. I mean, he could take McLaurin, but... Oh, he oh. took, took, took A-Rob. Another I mean, Chicago guy. I think Montgomery in the th- uh, third round is great. If, yeah, huge value. So, so Chris Carson goes before Montgomery. Uh, big fan of Chris Carson. Still wouldn't take him over Monty, but... Agreed. To each his own. I'm, I'm going to be interested to see if Monty falls here at 10, because I'm I think eyeing if, him in Terry. Ooh, Darren Waller went over I think Monty. it'd be tough for you to not... Take be, Montgomery. I, tough I, I know you two RBs yeah. right now, but well, and this is like kind of too. It's like know the back, like know who you're up against, right? So like the guys behind me, they went Tyree Kill and Travis Kelsey, and they went Devontae Adams and Stephon Diggs, right? So I would really like it if Terry McLaurin falls back to me. So that's why I'm going to take David Montgomery here. I don't anticipate them drafting. Okay, so oh, wow, they, yeah. Oh, there's Team a guy has four wide receivers. Four wide receivers. This is it. Well, let's see what the zero RB strat yeah. looks like. So, all right. So I just lost out on Mike Evans, Terry McLaurin, and Chris Godwin after taking David Montgomery, which I probably didn't have to. But a gamble is. I, I would gamble that that doesn't happen. I don't. I don't all think that often. 
Um, what I am going to do is... Uh, <laughs> are you still staring down the Dallas receivers right now? <laughs> oh, Tom is absolutely going, oh, do I I'm take so CD over Amari Cooper? I'm so sad. Um, I'm going to take Amari Cooper. I think that's the right call. I think so. Too. I really Thomas want to wish that CD Lamb. <laughs> it was Cooper instead of Chris Godwin there. So you could just do the easy pick. Yeah. Um, oh, I also man. found that stat, by the way, on Keenan Allen. Over the last four seasons, he averaged 100 receptions, 1,195 yards, and over six touchdowns. And that's good for 17.23 fantasy points per game in his last 61 games. Yeah. I, 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 I love Keenan Allen this year. I just knew there was a specific stat that I had seen. And I was like, I need to find He's it. He's a sneaky. Oh, Daryl Henderson Darryl goes there. Henderson All right. Goes. So, so. Okay. The, okay. This is a great spot. I mean, so he went before Cream Hunt. Yeah. Wow. I mean, he's the leader. He's the leader. To me, that's not yeah. fair. Bell cow. What him over Hunt? You think it's not fair? No, I would. I'd be taking Hunt over Daryl Henderson. I mean, Josh Jacobs is still on well. the board. I'd be taking Josh Jacobs before Daryl. Here's the thing. Again, we were just talking about it. Daryl Henderson's never been a bell cow, and when he was, he didn't succeed at it. So, like, to take him in the fourth round over. I mean, I see Jeff's going for the zero RB strategy, but again, I would rather take the shot on Josh Jacobs or just commit to it. Wait, but like, like it's not really a zero RB strategy when you, you could get a guy like Josh Jacobs there. Like, like, like zero RB stretch for him would be like fifth round. Like he could get Jacobs there and be all right. This guy's still the top eighteen guy probably. Right. Where I mean, Henderson is is a very risky top twenty guy. You, at, right. You kind of have to. I mean, obviously Henderson's way less in value or, or way less in talent. But like Acres was going second round. You know, there's nobody behind Henderson. I mean, oh, they can talk all about Jones. Sorry. But so Cedar Lamb went. Thielen went. Dows is up. Ten seconds left. Yeah, my pick's not that interesting. So I was gonna let you guys go. I'm taking Mark Andrews. Um, really, the last of the premier tight ends, maybe minus one or two other guys, but. Um, just the way it's going, I, I want to lock him up now. I'm, I'm done. I'm, I've I've had so many tight end issues with streaming over the years and not being able to pick up the right one. I'm like a set it and forget it guy for once. I feel yeah. I was it was thinking about Waller in the third too. Yeah, and, and nobody else is on the board that I'm like I have to have him. So I'm right. I'm starting to turn on that tight end thing. I'm up and uh, I want to take a running back again, but I have three of them. <laughs> <laughs> I just really do. Just put it right in Team 12's face. You can trade with him later. Exactly, I can. <laughs> Um, this is tough. I'm going to take Robert Woods because he's definitely the safest pick right here. Bastard. <laughs> I don't think he was coming back to me, but that was definitely a wide receiver that I wanted to look at. I would like some shares of Robert Woods this year. I've been Absolutely. I've been a Robert Woods hater for Especially a long time. His value I finally want some shares. His value has to go up after the Acres injury too. Acres injury last Stafford. year. Boom, C- Cop Woods. They all have to go up after like, that. I, they, there is like something kind of cool that's about like getting on a guy later on in his career. Like like Robert Woods is a good example. Like even Amari Cooper. Like I used to hate Amari Cooper, but like you see what Amari Cooper's talent actually is when he's on a good team, and it's like there's almost nothing better than being like it's almost like a, it's a feel good story. It's like here's yeah, this yeah. really talented guy, and it's like oh I'm all in on him now. I love CD yeah. Lay. That's why and, it hurt me and to make that pick. A but. lot of those guys like Cooper, people still think like. The Boomer Bus Raiders, Robert Woods. People still think Buffalo Bills. Like, all right, it's it's been years now, it's guys. Different. Like, you gotta forget sometimes. Like, that's so far gone. Amari Cooper. That narrative is dead. Yeah, he is so consistent with a top tier quarterback. Like, right. 
That's it. So after Woods, it went Josh Jacobs and then Cream Hunt at 410. Fantastic spot for Cream Hunt there. Was that um, not the ADP that we just looked up? Yeah. Was it the 410? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that was computer. And he's right computer. around these, hey, these guys. Yeah, too. I mean, this guy's got a good team, minus, you know, picking Mahomes. Also, third, Sleeper's uh, computer generator guy's not taking Cam Akers. This is fantastic. Not yet, which, which is if they don't, because he has an OUT tag. Right. If they, I mean, then... Big shout hat, out, shout out to hat office because yeah. compared to the last two summers, the mock drafts here have been spot on. Yeah. All right. So I had to do it. Love it. I, I love had it. to do it. I love um, Kenny G. At this, this at this too. point in the end of the fourth round, I had to take the risk on Kenny Galladay. I was looking at Cooper Cup, and I do like Cooper Cup, and I could still take him here because of the turn already happened and I'll describe what happens after. But Kenny Galladay has an ap- absolute opportunity to bring himself back into wide receiver one category, get him to the end of the fourth round. That that that's where risk actually starts to become valuable. Um, so that's where I went. Um, after that, Kyler Murray went, David Moore went, and I'm going to go with the quarterback one last year in fantasy, and that's oh, Josh Allen. I I had to do it. Like <laughs> I wasn't going to go with Pat Mahomes in the third. I wasn't going to go with Lamar Jackson. I wasn't going to go with Kyler Murray. Josh Allen was the one that I was thinking about the whole way through. He comes back to me at the fifth round. I'm sorry. I'm taking him. I just was like, am I going to pick a quarterback in round five? Because I thought Josh Allen was going to make it to me. I normally don't do it. I'll no. go. I'll go to the tenth. I'll, I'll take Kirk Cousins. I don't care. I'll, I'll take Matthew Stafford. Like these care. players. These players later in the draft are awesome. And and I wouldn't. I don't know if I would do it. Um, you know, in in my realistic drafts, but Josh Allen in the fifth is is just such good value. I have to do it. Yep. And this is the best reason to do mock drafts. Yep. So after Josh Allen went, Miles Gaskin, and then Jamar Chase went. That's early for Jamar. And I'm sitting here. And I was kind of scared, like a guy, DeAndre Johnson, who I love, would fall to me. It would be tough to, you know, not pick him. But Cooper Cup's there. I know I just picked Robert Woods, but a lot of times you got to just say, fuck it and take the value there. And I'm taking Cooper Cup. So I will have both Rams yeah. receivers there. Dude, I was talking about taking him at the end of the fourth. Like, it's, yep. it's, that's at this point where those wide receivers are, you know, those, those Rams wide receivers take that step up. I mean, we already talked about, you know, Woods and Cup having a better year with Matthew Stafford, and now something else better happens in this situation. I love it. Love it. What are you thinking, Corey? Nasty. So I'm still going to take. I know what he's doing. I'm still going to take a quarterback. I'm oh. just gonna. I'm just gonna take a different uh, quarterback one from last year. It was the quarterback one before he Dak got hurt. Prescott. Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott. That's safe. That's safe. <laughs> I mean, if he can again replicate what he did at the beginning of last year, he's got the same offense. So there's no no reason he couldn't. Fantastic value in the fifth round. Yeah, and honestly, there's still another quarterback sitting there that I would take in the fifth. <laughs> same. I'm, I'm gonna draft two QBs anyway. Is this Lamar Jackson? <laughs> this yeah, is Lamar Jackson. Yeah. Nah. It is interesting. So here's here's my I guess my only thing on the on the quarterbacks. Now I was looking at Dak Prescott like it would be awesome to have him stacked with Amari Cooper. I felt like I was like, well, the fifth round might be a little too early just because when you're in a league like this. Which by the way, I've heard uh, a lot of people been picking up like kick out the di- the kickers and defenses and add a second flex. We've been doing this for a long time. Depth is so important there. That's why like. In these rounds, it's good to go and get, you know, the QB1. I mean, hyper-efficient Josh Allen and Dak Prescott. But that's why it's hammer running backs, hammer wide receivers. Because you guys actually may start a run on quarterbacks, which, like, don't fall in the trap for, right? You know what I mean? Like, you guys got top five quarterbacks, but somebody might panic and then make a run. And it's like, you got to pick your spots. You'll see Herbert, Tenhoek, and Brady Rogers go very fast on those QB runs where we're sitting here like, Oh, I can get a guy like Stafford. Uh, yeah. 
six hundred percent. My like, my like, later quarterback, if the value doesn't hit, my later quarterback is Stafford. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like, like had, you, had you seen Mango take uh, Lamar Jackson right after me? I bet you there's a panic, and you're like, okay, I got to get one of these guys. But, but a lot of these guys are, are yeah, are mindsets too, where they're not really going to be tricked like that. But after Dak, yeah, it, went, it went Tyler Lockett, Deontay Johnson, Travis Etienne. Now Tom's up. Tom, if Etienne Feldy, would you have taken him? Yeah, I, yeah. I would have. Yeah, because I so, hate where I am right now. I was between him or Cup on my pick. That's a three and a half round difference between him and Harris. Yeah. It, well, it's, it is redraft. Oh, shit. I got nine seconds. Okay. Here's the thing. I feel comfortable running back, so I'm going to take Brandon Ayuk. Um, I do like Brandon Ayuk a lot this year. Okay. So that's kind of what I was expecting is no other wide receivers to go. So I took Brandon Ayuk with Amari Cooper. We just talked about him. It might be a reach. I'm going to take Juju here. Where the fuck is Juju? He's a uh, fifth one on my wide receiver shit. Sixth. Yeah. So I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Juju there. Mm-hmm. Um, the one thing that I have started to like about Ayuk is he just seem his wingspan's ridiculous. It's like mine. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah he's a way better and taller guy. and better. Yeah. Athlete, very very weird close. shaped guy. <laughs> he, long arms, long shoulders. I've I yeah I've, I like I've noticed him. that too. When Debo got hurt last year, they put Ayuk in the Debo role, and he succeeded in it. Like it to me, it just seems as though Ayuk is the alpha wide receiver. On that team, I mean, you have George Kittle to compete with. But the thing is, is he's healthy. Yeah, <laughs> the other one's not. Yeah. Have, have I, you guys seen Team I, Twelve? They have four wide receivers, a tight end, and Melvin Gordon as the running back. This is a this is something. Inter- something is unfolding. Zero with team zero running back. I probably would have taken one in the fifth, but I mean, they were on the turn anyway. So I mean, realistically, yeah. Melvin Gordon, if that's the one that they want, that's the one they want. And they went T.J. Hawkinson, which I feel like is a good tight end. Um, you swap him to the sixth round. I feel like that's early but not too so much of a reach so pits. yeah we'll, i do think i will see i do think if you're going with that whole rb like zero rb strategy getting a melvin gordon in the sixth rounds a massive win something is really i think happening. so too i'm tracking right. team 12 more than i'm tracking my own team well yeah, i'm just team, i'm just, team I'm just interesting. Because, so i was thinking about chase Edmonds where i took Ayuk, but i was like i feel confident with the running backs i have i wanted the value at wide mm-hmm. receiver I mean, same thing with two, like Jeff, like, I don't know if it was so much that he wanted to go zero strategy, zero running back strategy, but Jared Henderson is obviously going to get a lot of the role. Travis Etienne is still going to get a lot of the value. So if those are your two running backs, um, pairing that with two top wide receivers, that's, that's still a good, I, I don't say it's zero running back because it's still early, but well, if you wanted definitely- to wait on running backs. That's he, a good spot. He definitely didn't want to go the zero RB strategy, but I think like the way you the can value you, fell. Yeah, right. I think you can clearly see that at towards the back of these drafts, it's the wide receivers. You know, you're getting less valuable running backs for wide receivers, but if you don't take one, you're screwed, and it it can happen here's, quick. Sorry, here's the run on quarterbacks. Yeah, so after Juju went Russell Wilson, Chase Edmonds, and Aaron Rodgers. So we've been seeing a lot of quarterbacks go. Yeah, yep. this is this is early. For Where at back. this point, I'm not picking one for a while because I think the top tier guys are done. I, I mean, besides Brady, I, I still put Brady I mean, yeah. up there. Yeah. But Herbert's still up there too. Right. Okay. Yeah. And in my mind, I locked up my quarterback last round with Dak Prescott, and it was for exactly this reason. I don't have a huge tier break between the wide receivers that went between Lockett, Johnson, Ayuk, Juju, whoever else went, and the guy that I'm going to pick in uh, Cortland Sutton. So I'm cool getting my quarterback. Dak Prescott a little bit early just because I don't there's not a wide receiver I need here I have to have him on my team like any of these guys in this in this you know 
late sixth round, early seventh round range all are going to produce the same amount of points within a five to ten point spread. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about, I was looking at Cortland Sutton too. My my thing is that who's the quarterback going to be? I mean, yeah, Drew, I mean Drew Locke goes it, in and they go zero and four and they put in Brit. For me though, Teddy. he dominated with Dude, bums his whole like, right. Oh, when oh, he was sixth round value. Yeah, this is his floor no matter what. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. The, you're talking about the likes of uh, you know all the other guys that are James Robinson, oh, Ma- Melvin Gordon, Chase Edmonds, and just Cortland imagine Sutton. if Aaron Rodgers or Deshaun Watson ends up there. Oh, right. Well, there was uh, who who put it? Oh, Scotty, sorry. Oh, sorry. Um, yeah, I'm gonna go OBJ here as my third oh, wide receiver. Also interesting. Still, it's, it's fine for the sixth round. I'll probably load up more also, receivers after this just it, to be safe. If he's healthy all year, I mean, again, same thing with Sutton. This is his floor. Oh, Chase Claypool and then Raheem Mostert. Oh, so that's is... interesting. So all really within like ten picks of each other, Deontay, Juju, and Claypool went. Love that he fell to <laughs> so me. So happy that you got T. Oh, you got T. Love that he fell to me. Yeah, T. Higgins. So yeah, you 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 said it quickly, but yeah. So after Odell, which is you know that's the floor. Chase Claypool, that's risk. Raheem Mostert, that's risk. T. Higgins at sixth in the bottom of the sixth round. <laughs> Come on, that's again floor. Javante Williams, Kyle Pitts. Um, back up. Uh, I have my three wide receivers. I have two running backs. Um, I think I want to take a running back before I lose out again because I don't pick for a while. Um, I am going to take a starter. Like nah, I just keep your hands off him. I have to. I have to take a starter. Um, you know, we'll see what happens. I don't think they're bringing animals in. David um, Johnson, weird. Craig. Mike Davis uh, put on the Robbie bulk. Went, has has the uh, Arthur Smith offensive coordinator putting in that offense. We'll see what happens. I like Mike Smith. I like the offense. Um, Mike Davis. Uh, Mike Davis. Arthur Smith. You I like the combination. Arthur Davis. Scotty, were you looking at Robbie Arthur Anderson Davis? Yeah. I thought you were. That's fine. Um, so, Robbie Anderson goes, and then Justin Herbert goes. My turn. Again, not reaching for a quarterback here. I don't think there's a quarterback to reach on, really. No, besides Brady. That's the only one for me. Yeah, I mean, um, if he finishes the season as QB six again, like yeah. So I'm going with a fourth running back here. <sighs> Piece of shit. I was it's, <laughs> it's probably not, it's not the same as yours, I assume. But I'm going with Damian Harris. Oh, okay. Oh, I was kind of hoping he fell. Yeah, I mean, he, he's not the sexy name, but he is the starter for New England. I think clearly cut. Sony Michelle was either handcuffed or he's cut. I know he'd Cam's involved to the touchdowns there, but. Starting running back that's going to get carries in the seventh round, right? Well, that's what you're looking for. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I mean, yeah, seventh round, absolutely. <clears throat> okay, so <laughs> yeah, sorry. The guy I thought you were going for was uh, the guy I'm taking is Rojo. I mean, after last year, I, I don't know how I can pass him up when I need another running back in my si- si- situation. And uh, I was looking at you, and I'm like, oh, well, you got three solid running backs. There's no way you go with another running back. You said you were. I thought you were taking him for Death. sure. But all right, thank God. Yeah, but Leonard Fournette. Yeah, yeah, he's he's a threat, but he was there last year too. I mean, Rojo shone, shined, whatever. He's still twenty three years old. Like, why not run the kid? I'll tell you this: I have two mindsets for Leonard Fournette and Ronald Jones. One, I have Leonard Fournette on my dynasty team, so I'll say he's fantastic, and Rojo sucks. <laughs> two, Fair. Rojo was fan fucking tastic before he broke his thumb. Then Leonard Fournette is the only one that showed up after that. Rojo in the seventh is great value. Yeah, I mean, and I'm looking. I was just looking at his uh, scores from last year, and I'm like, okay, well, 
literally all of that works. I take any single weekly output that he had with a smile on in the seventh round. All right. After all right. that, Tom. Yeah, so after Rojo went, Devontae Smith, Dallas Garda, uh, Trey Sermon. Um, I'm not a massive DJ Shark guy, uh, but I am looking at him. I'll trade but for him. Are you a James <laughs> Amotabebe guy? <laughs> yeah, Amot. <laughs> what a name. Amotabebe. Um, I'm also looking at Curtis Samuel and Tyler Boyd. My only thing is, like, I feel pretty like set at wide receivers. There's like no running backs that I'm really interested in in going to try and grab here. I am intrigued by DJ Shark's upside, and I feel like, yeah. So I'm gonna take DJ Shark, and then Jerry Judy goes, David Johnson goes, Debo goes, Zach Moss goes, uh, and this is probably where I'm going to go and take Curtis Samuel just because. Any wide receiver tied to Fitz Magic is magic. So is is yeah. Fitz Magic, sim sim magic, sim magic, sim magic. I'm I'm looking Curtis at all Sim-magic. the uh, I'm looking at all and the Terry McMagic, sim magic P There are no running backs here. I feel like touching. Did you say Nightmare like or a Magic P They're all the same team. Well, my almost like My only thing with Drake is that. It, There's it just a lot of feels unknown. it just feels too risky, and I'd rather my risk be an upside than it is not touching the ball. I don't know. Would you have taken Drake around here? I was no, looking at Drake no, no, I expect, but that's yeah. I was just way more people on he's board right around there, like, like Drake, right. Fournette, Connor, guys that like Connor's a big unknown too, but he could be you know a touchdown vulture there if he stays healthy. Mm-hmm. Drake will get. I'd say about 150 touches this year, which is in decent. Total? That's again yeah, total. No. I think I think that's decent. I think it's eighth round talent, but I think in total yards for a top ten paid running back yards <laughs> yards I'd say about 800. I don't and even less possibly. Who, who less. is it? who is this? Kenyon Drake. You're saying okay. I mean, realistically, they like to run. He's going to get 100 rushing attempts. He's going to get the passing work. He's going to get about 50 targets. Yeah, my interest is what they said that he's doing out of the slot over there. Like, they're going to actually use him in the slot a lot. That's big value. But who knows how much is going to happen. Two schools of that to that, too. Mm -hmm. What are we going to do with Darren Waller if he's going to get a lot of slot work? Well, listen to the AFC. uh, I don't know. True. West. That that preview. So after uh, Samuel went, Tyler Boyd, Pittman, and Fournette goes. Sir Corey Dows. Nice. I like that I got knighted. <laughs> I am going to take a guy that I'm consistently taking. Least deserving person to be knighted at this table. <laughs> oh, I agree. <laughs> you piece of shit. Um, I'm taking a guy that I am taking in just every single format at this point, and I'm just going to keep taking Will Fuller just to spite Craig for that knight comment. That was my <laughs> That was my he knows, next pick. He knows too. I don't like Will Fuller either. And I know that Scotty does, so I know he's not yeah. coming back to me. Scotty has two picks. I he's think we've stolen a lot of our own Guys, we're gonna take. Well, then um, we'll do some trades afterwards. Oh yeah, for a mock draft, like we like weeks ago, we'll make some trades. <laughs> Tom, what do you want for DJ Shark? Yeah, if we're gonna. I do trades. wish that every time we did a mock draft, we dumped it into like just a, a real a life league draft, just to like see how it played out. Yeah. yeah. Set your best lineup every week. I wonder if I could create a bot uh, um, now. And a lot of the receivers right now, I think, are all in the around the same category. Um, Last sleeper. Uh, let's see. I'm gonna. You know what? Screw it. Nope, not, not doing it. Tom Screw Brady. It, not gonna, doing it. Did, Tom Brady. All right, so you, you did end up going with he's, the quarterback. He's okay. a, I think he's the last one there. Right. I mean, say you don't want Jalen Hurts. I'm just not a fan of him. I don't appreciate that Sleeper's desktop app doesn't tell you the bye week for these players. Or does it? Yeah, it's the second column. 
<laughs> of the guys I drafted? Yeah, no. Of oh oh oh, oh, oh no no I I don't know about that. Yeah, you go well, to it's not really no. helpful when I'm like trying to look back at my draft and go oh let let's see what I got for for uh, uh yeah Even sleeper what a still never what a swing and a miss right there all right their desktop app like then after that went uh birdie then Fant then Brendan Cooks Craig Craig's pondering. Yes, I he am pondering DJ the Sharp team. Fell. The team behind me only has three wide receivers, so I'm definitely going to be looking in that spot. They have two running backs, so again, same situation. They have quarterback tight end. I don't have to take a tight end right now. I already have a quarterback. So, have to look at both of those. Um, I don't like Drake. Connor's intriguing. Carter's intriguing. Gus Edwards is intriguing. But realistically, I want this guy above all of them. Um Jarvis Landry's on the board. Jalen Waddle's on the board. Chenault's on the board. Four seconds. Brown's on the board. Mike Williams is the guy who is a wide receiver too, I think, should be able to get a lot of volume and touchdowns. So that's that's where I ended up going. Team after me went two running backs. Makes sense. Connor and Drake. Fine. I didn't want either of them. Um, Take him. I don't care. I care. <laughs> so... I actually did want I did want Connor, but I was too much. Looks like I'm waiting on tight end because that's not going to happen. Uh, I, I talked about Landry, I like as well, so I'm going to take him as well. So I got Mike Williams and Landry after the turn, um, two kind of polar opposites. One who's going to get a lot of touchdown work, and one who's going to a lot of you know receptions. So those those flex spots should work out pretty good for me. And then after that went Waddle. Now we're uh, on the clock. Um, getting a few more rounds left. Do you? When do you guys want? Mind getting a beer for me? I, feel like I need. I, I need one I, too. I think I can hammer. Oh, you know what? I'm kind of up soon. So. Hammer one out. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's a couple of rounds left. I would, but I'm on the other side of the table, pushed up against a wall, a window, a table, and a heater. <laughs> a is, heater in the middle. Is the heater on? July. Oh no, the heater's not on. But I guarantee you, as soon as I stand up, I'll break it. It's your specialty. <laughs> your finisher is just breaking heaters every time you stand. Stone Cold's got the stunner. Craig can break a heater like nobody's business. Carbs, make your pick. This is just classic carbs. Just here to piss Michael me off. Michael Carter here um, at, at this pick is, I think, fine. But again, like he's tied to Tevin Coleman. I'm, I'd still pick Carter over Coleman almost every single draft. So it's not, not too bad. Uh, I, I'm up now, and I still need some wide receivers. So I'm going to pick a wide receiver. Unless I want to pick another quarterback. Crazy how that works. This is funny. No. Um, <laughs> so I'm going to go down. And I'm going to pick Antonio Brown just for what he is capable of doing. Uh, he can he can easily finish as a top 20 guy. Somehow not arrested this year. I thought Somehow that was a arrested. fake out, but all right. I'm into it. I like it. I have heard a lot of people moving him up. Now, I have said recently, as recently as last podcast, that I would take this guy if he fell to the ninth round. And I'm just going to go ahead and do it. Gus the Bus Edwards. Love it. Like uh, it. Don't hate it. Yeah. I mean, he's a viable running back at this point in the draft. Uh, he's on the field. We already saw him. He got 144 carries last year plus some receiving work. Let's go. Roll Tide. He's, he's not from Alabama. Not going <laughs> to <No>. lie. But <laughs> it's still not. sounding good. Actually, is he? I don't think so. <laughs> I don't Logan know. Thomas. Um, Rutger, I, yeah, Rutgers. I, I like Gus Edwards. It um, tells you on the sleeper app, but it doesn't tell you their. <laughs> they get the college, but not the bio. I have J.K. Dobbins. We're going to be talking trade after this. Beauty. I wouldn't have taken him in the ninth, though. 
I should have taken him in the eighth. <laughs> I was going to say. You wanna, yeah. No, that, yeah, ninth is great value for Gus. You just have saying, like, I wouldn't have done that, but I wanted James Conner. <laughs> no one knew that, but I would have done it right before Well, again, that. in the, in the well, Gus no, Edwards I mean, help me, helps me mitigate the risk of the Rojo pick right. two picks ago. If he doesn't end up playing, Gus Edwards probably has a decent season. There you go. Both of them probably won't miss. One of them will probably miss. Craig, I feel like if Mike Williams and Landry were already gone, you would have lean to Gus Edwards there. Like, because after the Landry I would have had to wide receiver, point. I think it, it was kind of a... I would have had to at that point. Like, Connor, we'll see what happens. Drake, we'll see what happens. You know, Waddle, Carter, Michael Carter, um, Antonio Brown. Like, they're so guessy and wishy-washy that Gus Edwards is the smart pick at that point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, then after Logan Thomas, it went Matthew Stafford. Love him this year. Love him this year, and I, that's a not only a great pick. I, it but sucks that he went pick. that early. He sucks he went that early. I feel yeah. like I feel like you should be able to get Matt Stafford a little bit later. I thought about him too. I'm like, I, I had Cup and Woods. Like, they had to have the best season of all time for me to win <laughs> fantasy this season. But I mean, they. So remember, I mean, that was that was not a computer pick, right? I mean, that was a that was a person picking. Yep. So I mean, there's we've got a lot of people that share the same thinking. Um, I am. I'm taking Devin Singletary here. So, I'm not sold that Zach Moss is the stuff, motherfucker. So I was hoping <laughs> AJ Dillon uh, came back around, but I was like, who has the better like standalone value? And I think it's Singletary. I, there's no there, nothing in there that Zach Moss is the starter. Singletary can catch balls. He may suck, but it's fine. It's in the ninth round. It's a guy in a split backfield that should get the majority. Now, it went Jalen Hurts, Joe Burrow, and then A.J. Dillon after that. And I was like, oh, I'll get A.J. Dillon my next pick because I have... Uh, no, it's the guy that doesn't have any RBs. He's got to take him. He's got... Well, yeah, and that's why I took Singletary because I figured he'd get him. On, he wouldn't get him on the turn. Um, all right, so I got a couple picks left. I really want to pick Naheem Hines here, but I don't think I'm going to. I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to take Corey Davis, and I'm going to take a shot that the big body wide receiver helps the the rookie in New York. I mean, somebody's got to catch the ball, and as far as I'm concerned right now, hey, they I've got them. four number ones or five number ones on their team. So I do not hate where this draft is going. This should just be our Red Dog draft. Yeah, we're going to count this as a Red Dog draft. We don't <laughs> yeah. worry about the date anymore, everybody. Yeah, yeah team, team one, three, eleven, Scotty's, and 12. I'll get mine to Brickley. <laughs> yeah, Scotty was uh, Brickley's proxy. Well, you can just... Take that one and give Brickley either team one, three, eleven, or twelve. I'll give him twelve. <laughs> I, I, I want to see what he does with all those receivers. Ooh, Jamal Williams. I like that pick by Jeff. I think he's got upside in Detroit. I was thinking about taking him. Too. I mean, it's the same with like Singletary and not same, but like oh, I mean, this he, motherfucker. He's a guy that can. Oh, he took Marvin he Jones. Took Marvin Damn, Jones. I, I was going to swore he's going to fall to me. Oh, he wasn't coming back to you. Damn. Oh, oh, all right. Oh, if yeah. We're going to take him at ten, then sure. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm a huge Jones guy. I think we're all big. Well. Me and Tom are at least. Well, I'm staring. I'm down a big, big Jones, Jones guy, guy too. Dow's was opposite. I'm but. staring down the barrel of Lavishka right yeah. now, which is my next but, one. If yeah, you know, that's what I'm taking. Like, right. All right, <laughs> I wanted to Jones with Lavishka there. Yeah, um, I mean, I would take DJ Sharp. He's long gone. Um, oh, Mango takes Heinz. So Mango had the same thought as you, uh, yeah. Tom. Yeah, I'm taking Lavishka. Uh, I need a wide receiver. He's a good one. He's very gadgety. If I didn't have DJ Shark, I actually would have taken Chenault. I might have like uh, where the, I took Singletary. I might have like the longest, like lankiest wide receivers in the league. I got Allen, Sutton, Will Fuller, and Lavisca Chanel. Well, I mean, if that if you want that to be your flex, I have Brandon Ayuk on my team. Ah, I'll trade him to you for your first round pick, I mean, Jonathan I, Taylor. I think that adds up. I mean, I'm going for body type more than just overall skill and output. So, right, exactly. Um, um, so the receivers now, 
after Chenault really kind of fall? I would guess um, they stink. I mean, I do have a lot of running backs, but I think at this point, if you are a Zeke owner, this is where you take Tony Pollard. Yeah, handcuffs. They're important. Well, he may have had some standalone value this year himself. I, too. Right, yeah. I, I mean, if you're not a Zeke owner, I think he still falls in the 10th round, early 11th. Mm-hmm. This yeah, I mean, is where, where Craig probably needs to start thinking about drafting Alexander Madison because he's got Delvin Cook. I'm, I am. I'm looking at him. I'm looking at Lindsey, and then I go over to wide receiver. I see players that I kind of like. Like Henry Ruggs technically is the number one on that team. Yeah, Rashard but it, Bateman but is someone we talked about. We like, like scroll down, it's like, oh, that guy's good too. <laughs> yeah, it, <laughs> damn it. I mean, there's there's a there's a few ones that I could stretch after, but you're right. Like, um, if I was smart, I would have gone Gus Edwards and then taken Alexander Madison, so that I wouldn't have to worry about running back at all. Um, and, then, and Tom said he was like, "Oh, I'm looking at Naheem Hines." I was like, "Yeah, I would have loved Naheem Hines in that round. He didn't make it to me, but you know, what are you gonna do?" And then I'm not handcuffing Marlon Mack. I don't really give a shit. Jesus yeah. Christ! Not that it matters. <laughs> not that it matters to me. But a court, uh, computer just went two quarterbacks. Um, they took Mike Gesicki. That was a tight end that I was thinking about as well. Um, now I'm looking at Tunyon's, Irv Smith, Higby, Gronk, Hunter Henry, Jonu Smith. I mean, we're really, I mean, there's a few of us that don't have tight ends here, and we're right. all going to start talking about them. So I'm going to take a guy that uh, we all loved last year. So the Tunyons. Tunyons. Took, took the Tunyons. I like him, but he scares me because what's the, every like five catches is a, t- a touchdown for him. Yeah. That's, that's, that's totally really sustainable. Mean, it's it, not sustainable. If we think Rodgers is back, his role target wise should grow. But if Rodgers is not there, it scares the balls out of me. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, and, and on top of that, you're going to have a healthy Alan Lazard who's going to be on the field. I mean, MVS <laughs> might get some. So, so, I know. Yeah, you're right. So Tunyon had 60 targets, 52 receptions. Um, that's really good catch percentage, 11 touchdowns. Um, He's a good player, but there's only was, so many balls to go around. There's that's only the so problem. many balls to go around, but he also came on around like week five, week six. Like they really started to figure out who he was after that. Um, so I, I think you you could see him in the seventy five to eighty mark this year in targets. I, I owned him. I don't know that you owned him there. I mean, it was the touchdown. Oh, it, it was the it was the touchdown output that you really, there was only a handful of games where it was like, okay, hey, you know, hey, like it's all right. Hey, if you listened, Darth throw of the week was the week that he had four touchdowns. <laughs> You're welcome. Three touchdowns. Thank you. Was it three touchdowns? Yeah. Okay. Well, four four sounds better. Yeah. So. After the tons, went Irv Smith, Henry Ruggs, and I took Darnell Mooney. I was looking at Cole Beasley, but don't know if he's going to play this year. So I think love Darnell Mooney at this pick. Safer pick. Love Darnell Mooney this year. I think that obviously Chicago has really made it a point the past couple of years to to get him involved. Yeah, I I I mean Anthony Miller is pretty much either. you know, if he's we, lucky, third. We were big on Miller last year too. Apparently, something about Chicago second wide receivers we like. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I mean Miller's a freaking head case too. But I'm taking this in another direction. <clears throat> I'm going with a guy who has a lot of upside. He showed it last year. I don't know that he ever shows it again ever in his career. But at this point in the draft, I'm taking J.D. McKissick. I think he's got a lot of upside with. Uh, Fits magic there. I mean, again, I want anybody connected to that offense. Zero school Beasley. You could go back to 2017 and you took JD McKissick. Dows has loved McKissick for years. And I said he was going to be nasty. And Not what happened? I right traded him to Cars and then he was nasty. I, I made that guy's career. <laughs> 
Imagine if he goes to Carolina. <laughs> Actually, wouldn't be a bad spot. No, not at all. He could be easily the backup above uh, Chuba. So I, I'm, I'm just. I did the scan of the league. I'm the only one without a quarterback. And we're in round eleven. Love it. Yeah. Well, this, like this I have is no, a short I have no, bench too. Like you would not. I knowing you, you would not take a quarterback in fourteen rounds. I have no reason to take a oh, quarterback in a real draft. No. I, I think me and Tom would be going back and forth to say who's the first one to take a quarterback, who's the first one to take a tight end, because we'd literally do it the last two rounds. Oh, just playing chicken with each other. Like I, I can picture you two making bets. Like first person to take a, uh, a quarterback shotguns. Butt chug. Butt chug. <laughs> so Some after McKissick went Beasley, Hilton, and Tariq Cohen, now Tom's up. Yeah, I, so I'm going to take Jalen Rager here. Uh, mm-hmm. I think he got a lot of hate last year for not having a great season. Um, but there's been some buzz about Deshaun going to the Eagles. Somebody put that in there, it Nin- sounds like. So- 90% chance. That, like, whatever that means. <laughs> but I mean, that means it's like a sure thing. <laughs> Has to be. They can't put it so in anyway, I, the, the reason I say it is just because it's like Devonte Smith isn't really a lock, and Jalen Rager had a really productive like college year. I like him. I'm going to take a shot on him in the 11th. Now I was thinking about going tight end, but I don't like the Higby trap that's been you know played in front of people. Uh, and also Gronk was kind of on my mind, but so this is where I'm going to take the Patriots tight end, and I'm leaning Hunter Henry. Because I feel like Hunter Henry running those seam routes is more likely than Jonu. And that's kind of the tight end that I'm looking for in New England. Now, I feel like it's a coin flip and it's a shit show. Like, it could be either of them. They could both do it. So oh, yeah. that's why I'm scared I'm to draft any of them. Big, but Big Henry guy. Um, but it's like... I can't argue why he's going to be better or why John is. Like, it's, it's going to be right. what's going to look like week one. Who's going to be quarterback? Oh, I, I could picture, like you said, like Hunter Henry running that seam route and just being a shot-for-shot shot remake of Gronk doing it for years and years and years. Or John Smith could be doing it. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but John I, Smith is more gadgety, so I think he's going to be doing some different things, more of the, uh, you know, not not on the line tight end, a little flexed out tight end yeah. in, a, in a, almost a slot position. Like yeah, fantasy. Oh, Jeff taking Bateman. Fantasy-wise, fantasy they're even. Fantasy-wise, they're even for, that. For, different, for different reasons, they're, they're, they're even. I just um, got so busy, I have to leave. Every players, man. Yeah, Rashad Bateman's a good one, Bateman. especially in the twelfth. And I like Gage at that spot by uh, Derek as well. I mean, the twelfth round for Gage, Gage is like a in a <laughs> team that throws the ball a lot. And I mean, Mike Davis is a- oh fucking. Don't swear on the freaking podcast, okay? <laughs> yeah, watch your fucking We, we let that go podcast. like two years fucking ago. Dick. <laughs> fucking dick. Dick, you right. might listen to this, okay? Mango takes Lindsay. Uh, Corey takes mm, nobody because I wanted Lindsey at, at this point when you talk about running backs I mean he's the two I, I, w- I would think so and, and they did you know have a, a bring in a head coach and offensive coordinator that are more run first especially with Watson not there so it's good in the 12th Lindsey's Lindsay's good so Ingram's another one that I would consider at this spot too I'm just like curious. Should I guarantee myself a week one win and take Sammy Watkins or Deshaun <laughs> oh, yeah. Jackson? Week Either one, one, Sammy. I am going to take Skiddy-dee-ba-ba. a guy that I think has a lot of upside, but could also be absolutely horrible. Nelson Aguilar in the Patriots offense. He was on my radar too. At, at that point, it's, you, you take a shot on like yeah. him or Myers, I think. And this is fine for like this. I don't know that I take him in a real draft, to be honest with you. I think I may have made a mistake and went not realistic there because I don't want to buy into the Patriots offense a ton. 
But he, again, he has huge upside. If he plays anything like he did last year, fantastic. I, Can I, Cam Newton throw the ball as well as Derek Carr? No, he cannot. Yeah. So. And I do think, like, these are the rounds where you're going to feel out real early, like, what these guys' roles are. Like, so you're going to know quick if – and that's what you're doing. You're drafting for upside. And I imagine that's kind of what you're doing right now, Scotty. Yeah, and I'm taking Elijah Moore here. That's who I looked at. Um, I, I think he's – I mean, like, what you, you said with Corey Davis, like, like – it could be Davis Moore. It could be Jameson Crowder still. I, it sucks as like Mims is there, but I like what Moore brings to the table. I think he can, you know, take over the Jameson Crowder role, even though Crowder's still there. But I, I think I think he can too. At this point in the draft, it's if it doesn't work out in the first two weeks, you, you cut the Yeah, game. that's what I said. I mean, Aguilar for me, cut candidate. Quick and easy. Somebody else has a huge week one. Boom, see you later. Yeah. Grab you and instead. Then after Moore went uh, Chuba Hubbard, uh, Mikul Hardman, and then... Craig's up. Now, if I'm a CMC owner, I'd take Hubbard probably the run before that. Yeah. Lock him up I, for sure. I don't know what business you've got doing drafting Chuba Hubbard. If you don't have CMC. If you don't have CMC. Like, I just don't. Good pick, Craig. I just think the philosophy is that CMC did struggle with injuries last year, more than one. If he does again, you have a RB1 that you took in the 12th round. But you got you got to sit on him. I mean. you got to sit on him. And there's no promise match. that you know CMC gets hurt and they don't just bring somebody else in. Right. Right, so early lapel. So after that, um, I was up at the end of the twelfth. I took Tevin Coleman. I felt like that was good value. At, you know, a wider uh, running back that you know could very well he'll have a role. be the first or second. You know, we'll we'll see what ends up happening. He's got an injury history, but yeah, like you said, he'll 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 have something. Um, I don't know how I feel about the rest of the draft because a lot of the players here are unproven. Um, or injury prone and I don't really see anything that I really love so I'm just going to go on someone that I feel like has potential at this point and he you know while maybe wide receiver three technically on the roster he could be wide receiver two two by Hilton's out in a year or uh, Michael Pittman could be not so involved we'll see what happens but Paris Campbell hasn't really shown that he can prove himself and I just think he has a lot of app upside so at 13th round I just I just took that at this point yeah and after that went uh Kenneth Gainwell Amon St. Brown and I will pick the other Patriots tight end here uh John o. Smith for the same reason that Tom said to pick Hunter Henry <laughs> I'm just, hey, I'm the just rolling the dice playing. yeah yeah that's the game you're playing I mean really at this point it's like some of those free agent tight ends that are out there, it's like... There's plenty to go around. Right. Man, I am just scraping the bottom of the barrel. You guys should see how deep I am down on the wide receiver hole right now. Uh, I am going to take a guy who I at least think is on the field for hopefully some of the season and maybe fills the role of the guy I took in the previous round. I'm taking John Brown. Uh, we saw Aguilar have success last year. If John Brown can go and link up with Derek Carr and have a similar season, wonderful. If not, it's a 13th round flyer. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. So I will say, I had my eye on Gainwell, but I felt like that was really too cute. So again, like even with Chuba and Gainwell, it's like I don't, I just don't understand why you're drafting them. And like I don't understand why they're being drafted at all. Like I get there's an injury thing, but like when you start thinking about like guys like Gabriel Davis and Emmanuel Sanders. Um, Denzel Mims is still out there. AJ Green, like I'd rather be taking my shot and my risk. Brian Edwards is there. I'd rather be taking my shot and my risk in the wide receiver than in the running back. Like these, this just doesn't really make much sense to me. Like Gio Bernard went, but it, like I kind of love that pick. 
well, because, I mean, like, he's at least been having buzz and he's done it before. I think with Gainwell, it's more like, oh, he's the third down guy. You're hoping that he, he takes over the Boston Scott role and Karen Johnson's not part of the. Like, so, like, Gainwell is going to be the third down guy if he, you know, passes Carry On and Boston Scott over Miles Sanders. Yeah. So I said more for Hubbard because Gainwell and Sanders can both be viable options if they get the work. Yeah, I guess it's just... And like Hubbard won't get the yet. work. He's a legit handcuff where I think game was strictly a third down back. Yeah. Same with Gio. And yeah. G- and James White, I guess, for that matter. And J- right. I, I just, again, it's like, I, I, I honestly thought about like, oh, if Gainwell fell, would I would I pick him? Mm-hmm. And, I, and that's kind of where I was like, you know, whatever. Now, I am going to play this like a real fantasy draft. Um, so I'm going to take Carson Wentz here, and then I'm going to take a quarterback on the turn... And it's my boy, Fitzmagics. Fitzswagics. Fitzmagics. The Swagics. So Bo- I'll, both, I'll, your, both your boys. I, yeah, your I'll, I'll end up my draft now with basically having a very complete roster or something I don't have to worry about really. With bye weeks, I've drafted enough guys. I didn't get cute and try and, you know, I don't know. I just, I feel like some of these picks start getting a little too cute when you're, when you're this late and it's like, like Rashad Penny got picked. Like, why are you doing that? Like, why is Rashad Penny even like, I understand that that was a computer like that may have picked him, but it's, I just, I don't know. It's like, take the upside in some of these wide receivers. Like Gabriel Davis still hasn't been taken. Right. And I was going to say, I mean, not that I was trying to be too cute, but you see Marlon Mack went in the 14th round that would burn me in real life. I've got JT as my number one running back. He, I should cuff right. him with to, to Marlon Mack, you know, or should cuff Marlon right. Mack to JT. And now we know should take him in the 13th instead of John Brown or Nelson Aguilar in the 12th. Even. Well, I mean, it makes sense for you to be drafting those guys. If you own the starter, but again, it's like, it's, you're just getting too cute, hoping an injury to another player, you know? Yeah. Uh, so anyway, so I went Carson Wentz, Rashad Penny went Christian Kirk, Marlon Mack, Terrace Marshall, uh, Swagic, Slayton, Mayfield, Ingram, and Daz on the clock. Evan Ingram. And I'm just going to take another guy who's nasty. It's all I take on my team, nasty guys. Um, no, Damian Williams, I think, is a fine pick at this point. Just a 14th rounder. Again, I don't have Montgomery, but if something happens, I got a running back who can play. And, you, you know, he's played fine in the NFL. Yeah. Um, and at this point right now, I would like to take a receiver, but with him on the board and what could be, I'm taking Deshaun Watson. Yeah. I mean, if he plays, I I have Deshaun Watson, Tom Brady. I can flip that for a top tier any position. Yeah, but you don't have Swagic. So. And, so, and so this I is... I don't have Swagic. This that was a point. really good pick of Watson, actually. <laughs> I didn't even think of it. Me neither. I'm like, oh, wait, he's still there. I was going to take Kirk Cousins. I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> so this is, this is the point we need to make now at this point in July coming into draft season. If you're listening, you need to understand these later part of the draft. While, you know, there's a lot of potential for players and upside sounds great, all that... Week one, week two, you want to know what your team's going to look like. You're going to draft these players in round 13, 14, 15, 16 that you're going to know if they're on the roster and they're actually being involved, you have them on your team. If they're not, you can cut them. Like This is what you need to know. You need to be able to get a guy that you, you can say, I know he's going to be good or I know he's not going to be used. So at this point, back end of the round, I took Quintez Cephas. He has, you know possibility of wide receiver one on that team possibility of not being utilized that much because Jared Goff's not that good. We'll see. So that's, that's where we are in the 14th round. Emmanuel centers went last as the uh, last pick in the entire draft here. 
And that's another one. Emmanuel Sanders. Is he going to be good or bad? So I, I love your Cephas pick. And the only reason I like it is because they... So last year, they cut... If you remember, who was it? Marvin Hall, who was like doing great. They cut him and they brought in no other wide receiver. And they're like, oh, we're going to give the young kids some looks. And they played him oh, last yeah. year. Yeah. Often. He's a big boy, six one two zero five. He's the, also on my dynasty team, so I kind of sound like you. They literally right. came out. They <laughs> they came out and said that they said we want the younger guys to get work to see what they are, and yeah. that's what you're going to do in later parts of your rounds. Also, notable, you want to know what they are. Just want to say, notable undrafted, at least a quarterback. If you're akin to uh, uh, the style of waiting to the end, Kirk Cousins, perennial top ten quarterback, Fan, does not get picked. Yep, fantastic yep. pick at the late rounds. You can, so you can snag him in the fourteenth round or later, and. Not have to worry about quarterbacks. So I was going to take him, but then I saw Deshaun Watson. I'm like, man, right. that's a better last round pick. And I mean, if this is a real life draft, I don't think Deshaun Watson goes in the last round. Like, you know, in your Red Dog draft, if it's tomorrow or if it's in two years, who knows with the <laughs> group chat. But oh my God, 2,000 messages today. You, you get least. people together, you got some drinks in you. And, you know, you see the QB run going. And by like, you know, the 10th, 11th round, like, gosh, like, I don't have a QB yet. Like, Maybe I'll go back to back. Maybe I'll go like Tannehill, and then I'll go to Sean Watson. Like the what if is so yeah. is so sexy, sexy. And one we didn't mention too late in the rounds, Evan Ingram. I feel like it's a run is, is a tight end that used to go fourth to eighth round. Oh, kept going down and down and down and down. He was a top five tight end fill since he was a rookie. He has been disappointing for the last three years, but is still the tight end one and is still a talented tight end. We'll see what happens. He's going late in the rounds. If you wanted to pick a tight end either earlier or later or whatever, Evan Ingram's a great spot in and, the 14th, 15th and if round. Build off that. If it doesn't pan out, cut him. You, you, you drop him, him for a Cole Komet or a Jared Cook or a. And, Anthony, if, he do, and if he does? First or a Troutman. Like, there's so many guys available still. Yeah. That that's exactly just, what we talk about. Right. If they don't work out, you cut them right away. That's what you want. You don't you don't want the guys you have to wait till week six to find out if they're good. I just took a screenshot of the draft. Oh, I watched you taking a picture of your phone. <laughs> that's just for my personal draft. research. <laughs> hey, bank my, bank, own my, my own edification. Um, I'm gonna go home and tell you guys about I how much that, better I, my team is. And <laughs> sleeper, uh, did K Makers get taken? No, he no. did not. I he yeah, did so not. I was gonna bring that up. Great. Great shout job, out Sleeper. Well yeah, done. so shout out to Sleeper. That was probably one of the best uh, fantasy drafts or mock drafts that we've we've done in a long time. And, and Sleeper um, does give you the option to convert your mock draft into a league right then and there. So if we decide that we ever did want to track points, we just put them in and then have them use their uh, maximize point thing to figure out who would want each right. one. Right. Yeah. I actually don't hate that. It's not a bad idea. Yeah, we should do that. Maybe maybe every mock draft we can do that and just be like whoever wins gets like a free TSF glass. The hat. Keep of course, I'll wait to my hat. Does hat. Um, all right. So, that I mean, that was about an hour. That was perfect. And, I mean, think about how long it took us to, to go through and do all of that. This is stuff that people should be doing, and we'll be doing plenty more of them. I mean, that and was pretty will... shallow. We'll be doing different formats, oh, yeah. quarterbacks, super flex. And they'll change every week. Like, the ADPs are going to go up or down for a lot of these guys. Well, and Craig, Craig said today that this is the beginning of training camp when guys can start going on the pup. Guys will start going on IR. So we're going to start getting, I mean, it's going to come fast and furious now. So that's why we'll start doing more and more mock drafts as we can, because we know drafts are coming up, you know, and, and you're going to need the information. So anyway, and Ramondo Shrevenson is on a uh, non-football injury list. That Same with Stephon Gilmore. Yeah. 
Very interesting. Bombs. Stanley Gilmore's on the I don't have a contract list. Stanley Gilmore is <laughs> a bomb. Yeah, he's he a is. Bomb. He's, he is. I want $18 million a year. Yeah. He's like, pay me more or I'm not showing it, up. List. Isn't he ranked uh, fourth in the league? Something like that. Yeah. So, I mean, and he's he, not paid top 10. PFF just put him one in one listen, of their rankings, but they he deserves it. it. Yeah. But he, he also does. got paid a lot more than he deserved when he first signed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. He. Uh, Remember the, when we first signed in uh, that first game where he was just like lost in coverage and there's like three yeah. broken play. Oh, that's like, this that guy was, stinks. That was on the back Send of. Send him uh, back to Buffalo. And Butler was like, yeah. keep Butler. <laughs> exactly. Butler was pissed. Butler got the money. Sure. All, All right, right. Well, we're, we're going to call it a Patriots. podcast. <laughs> yeah, we'll call it a podcast. All right, so we got the NFC uh, the NFC division previews coming up. We'll probably follow up all four of those with a mock draft. Um, I would imagine that you guys are going to be mock drafting. I'm on vacation next week, so I, I don't know how many how many podcasts will be going out. But maybe you guys mock draft get together do a do another podcast. We can or do that like or that. some like some kind of handcuff yeah, uh, podcast. Yeah, talk about your offensive line. Ooh. Ooh. Don't tell me. Uh, when when Tom's away, me and Craig will play with offensive line. Craig's oh, also gone. I'm, I'm also too. gone. Yeah, well, Craig's we'll, also gone. We'll get but you on. A, we'll get I, you would, I would not mind hearing an offensive line podcast. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll also have my computer, so maybe I can hop on and, and uh, Zoom with you guys. And, of course, like you know, uh, right before, before before the season, the final rankings for us, we'll do a power hour. Yes. Oh, always. I gotta always. get my rankings. When? Oh, yeah. So, um, we usually don't do an updated rankings thing until we're done with our division, division previews. Preview. But we are late in the season, so we'll when we update all of them, we'll let everybody know. Uh, so anyway, all right. Top Shelf Fantasy, topshelffantasy.com, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Top Shelf FNTSY. Top Shelf Fantasy. Stay fluid. Stay loose.